0: Welcome to The Roundtable at
1: Pulaski Heights United Methodist Church, a podcast of discussions with substance. Join our staff and leaders of our church as we journey through topics that inform, engage and inspire the daily life of our church.
0: Hello and welcome to The Roundtable at Pulaski Heights United Methodist Church. My name is Michael McMurray and I'm on staff here today. We have a real treat. Uh, We're joined by three of our youth um, who are going to talk to us about pre-ministry and and what that means and what that program kind of looks like uh, at Pulaski Heights. Uh, So I'll let them introduce ourselves. Lucy, you want to go first?
2: Yes. Hi, I'm Lucy Haynes, and I am a sophomore at Mount St. Mary's
1: Academy.
3: Oh, I'm Walker Lampley, and I am going to be a junior.
1: Hi, I'm Sophie. I'm a junior at Central, and uh, it's my fourth year on the leadership team. I go to Bible study and also youth group, so yeah. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so I guess my first question to you guys is, it's a little bit of a big one, but what, what does being called mean to you?
1: I'm so glad you asked that question, Michael. I really <laughs> that. Um, really Being called, I feel all Christians or people can be called to ministry. It's not just a particular person. But I think some people actually go forward with that calling if they have an intense need to be a part of their church or just be a bigger role than just a member just being part of the ministry itself so if you'll feel it you'll feel yeah it's <laughs> that's a good answer yeah.
3: like um i've been called probably like my whole life and i kind of just ran from it for mm-hmm. a long time and i never really accepted the call until like ozark mission project like last year where i finally was like okay i'm called to ministry i'm actually going to do this but I, everybody can be called, but it's also important that there are different, like, calls to ministry because I ran for so long because I thought the only kind of ministry was, like, being a pastor, preaching at church, and then the thing that really scared me is that you would be moved, like, to a different church, like, every year. Like, I, I thought that's what ministry was, mm-hmm. and I thought that was the only kind, and so that kind of scared me away from it, but I think it's important to know that there are a thousands of different kinds of ministry opportunities and you're not limited to just like one specific kind and that's important.
2: Yes. I believe that your calling is a, definitely a feeling that you get because I remember whenever I felt a calling, we were at Veritas, which is an ACC YM event, and I felt it in my heart because of a couple words that um, whoever was preaching said. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like that was just a tug on my heart. But it's also a type of thing that maybe you don't realize, even though like other people that are around you see it. And it's just such a beautiful thing to think that you're being called to something.
0: That's really, that's really beautiful. Um, how do you think this church and youth group have kind of cultivated each of your calls to, to ministry?
3: I would not have accepted the call um, without Ellen. I think she has pushed me to become like who I am today. I would not be anywhere near, I, near where I am today without her. And so I think she's really helped me like find my call, understand and like decipher it and like know what I'm going to be like doing with it. And I still don't like completely know Mm -hmm. what I'm doing with it. But I think the leadership that we have here and the people that we have here have allowed me to accept it and decipher my call and know, you know, what to do with it. And it gives me confidence like moving forward that like I'm surrounded with like the right people. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I also think just growing up in this church, I've always been supported no matter what, but especially as I've grown into youth group and getting close with all the people here, I've built so much trust and respect with all these people that it's kind of helped me individualize how I want to participate more in church itself. and. Adding on to what Lucy said, after going to these events every year with our youth and they're just major team builders, it's really showed me that I can take my leadership skills farther. So not having a supportive church, I don't know if I'd be in the same place today. But I totally it's, agree with
2: that. Because I'm the the same way, because so many people at this church support you no matter what. Like, if you're going through something or you just need a hug, anybody (laughs) will call you up and be like, hey, girl, what you need? Like, that's what they're there for. And (laughs) I love that about our church, and I think that definitely that being called, I've— or it's helped, the church has helped me know what my calling is because Brooke and Ellen and Rod and all of my favorite people, because whenever I lead worship, they're out there, you know, they're hyping to all over, like everybody up and it's just such a beautiful thing to see everybody wanting to help you and support you in that way.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's really great. I think as a church, you know, we really cultivate our youth and I mean, you all are leading worship, you know, regular worship with it. Yeah. With everyone else um and i think sometimes we can get bogged down as as adults and talking about the future of the church and the church is dying and what makes you excited about becoming a part of the leadership of the church in your own area as you're growing into this
1: i really want to be just like the people who have inspired me where i am today it's kind of like keeping the generations going like i felt so supported that i never want the future kids to feel that same way. And that's why this church is so special. So when adults say something like that, I don't think that they're thinking through, or maybe they haven't had a supporting church growing up because seeing that as a model for me, there's no way that the culture is going to continue. Yeah. And especially with me, I'm very passionate about leading the church. That's why I've been on leadership team for four years. There's evidence right there, but I love planning events like for content or media like I have in the past. I just love planning it all and becoming closer to the whole church in general.
3: I think the people that haven't seen this, like this group of youth are going to be very pleasantly surprised with like how strong like this next like four years, like how strong of youth we have and that we will be capable of taking control. And, you know, I don't think the church is going to die anytime soon with the people that I've seen, like the people that we have in our youth group isn't, I mean, they're incredible. And I think we will be able to continue on the church to, and bring it to an even greater level. But also like I've seen, you know, like the most profound people in our conference I'm on, ACCYM which is the leadership team for the entire conference for youth and I have seen, I've met some of the most like profound people that will lead in this church and will be successful in elevating this church so mm-hmm. I I'm excited for the future and for these youth that are going to help lead it
2: Yes. One thing that I really just, it makes me want to continue on leadership here at church is really the people and just getting to help other people. Because one of my favorite things is making sure that everyone feels welcomed. Mm -hmm. And I want to be that hospitable person. And the first smile that you see on your way into youth group, because I just want everybody to feel like they have a spot here. They have a place to be.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, each of you have mentioned kind of, you know, different events or different uh, places like OMP or Veritas. What is kind of one event or time or you know event or or experience that kind of has helped you most feel into your call in ministry um
3: for me it was it was it was last year at Ozark mission project and i had literally just like met this one person like that day and we clicked really quickly and so like they, they had already become like a good friend to me and that night at worship after worship, she just, like, I, I I like to call it trauma dumping, and Ellen thinks that's kind of funny, <laughs> where, like, I've had, I have this happen all the time, where it's somebody I, like, have just met and don't even mm-hmm. know, and they just, like, will open tell, up. yeah, they'll just, like, open up. They feel comfortable like, with you. Yeah, and so she started just, like, um, crying and, like, telling me all these things, and it was, like, that's where I, like, understood, I'm um, new, I'm like, okay, this is... My call, and I've had it like you know, just people I've met that day, and they'll mm-hmm. they feel comfortable and they'll, um, you know, tell me things that have been like weighing on them, and I think that's very powerful. But that at OMP, that was the main thing that I, I was like, okay, this is this is definitely what I'm like, I'm called to ministry in some way, I don't know what it is, but I know that I'm called. But that was the big mm-hmm. moment for me. But I think those big events can like. They bring out a lot of emotions, and they can... That's a that's a big place where a lot of people get called or, like, mm-hmm. understand their call is, like, in these big events. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
1: Um, Mine wasn't really big events, but just preaching in youth over time. Each time I preach, I can't count how many, not that it's been a million, <laughs> but a lot. Um, each time I preach, it's taught me something different. Mm-hmm. And the most recent time, I actually got very emotional and started crying on stage and it was, I just didn't expect that at all. But through going through the process of knowing exactly what I want to say, exactly what I want, the message to get across to the people in youth group and specifically youth is just how safe I want them to feel and I want to give them an environment where they can learn from that because I feel like through Bible study and the preachings that have been done at youth group it's just we are so culturally educated i feel like but also through me preaching it's just shown such an experience like i love people's reactions and i love teaching people different things like that but also veritas Mm -hmm. is a big event i would say yes that's what i was about to say
2: veritas was definitely my most pivotal or pivotal moment because Mm -hmm. I was sitting in Veritas whenever we, I think JJ Whitney was preaching and she said that she was talking about the difference between like your conscience, like what your voice is telling you and what's God, what God's voice is telling you. And she said, one of the two things that you can really like tell the difference between is if, um, if it's a passion that you have for yourself, like it's something that you are just you just love it so much. And then the other thing was what the world feeds off of. And whenever that clicked in my head, I was like, that's me leading worship. Mm -hmm. And tears just started coming to my face. I was like, oh my gosh, like, is this it? (laughs) Because Ellen had told us like, you know, you might have your God moment this weekend. I was like, whatever. And I was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) this is it. (laughs) But yeah.
0: Well, that's wonderful. Well, Uh, I think that's about all the time we have today. But thank you all so much for sharing your experiences with us and our audience. Um, And thank you, audience, for joining us at the Roundtable. Join us next week as we continue our series talking with uh, different youth. Have a great night.